Welcome to the Design Exchange Podcast, hosted by Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Listen in to get tips from the top. With over 40 years of design experience between these two, you will gain valuable information for your interior design business or in hiring a designer for your own home. Danny and Melinda's design aesthetic may be very different, but they both offer a unique view on how to approach a project and are extremely entertaining to listen to. So grab your favorite beverage and prepare to learn and laugh a little too. Without further ado, here are Danny and Melinda. Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome to the Design Exchange with Melinda Peters, Elliot, and Danny Russo. We are actually recording on a Friday for the first time. Melinda just went running down the hallway to pick up a dog. And we happen to be recording live from the alley of fine designs and interiors. So today I figured that we talk about something that's relevant to our industry. And a lot of people, I know a lot of you in our groups, have been asking about um, insurance and business insurance and whether you need it, whether you don't need it, when you do need it, and why it comes in handy. So Melinda has a shop. So her shop's insured with her building insurance. Um, Personally, I was working out of my home for a long time, but I had a studio back when, and I carry a $2 million insurance policy. And I have a great insurance agent that I had found, and he gave me, uh, set me up with Westfield Insurance, and it basically covers anything that I do wrong. So if you're working in a high-end home, it's great to have business insurance because if you end up bumping into a sculpture that a client got from Italy that's irreplaceable, you want to have business insurance on that. Um, If something happens during the construction project, you want to have business insurance on that. So how do you go about getting or finding uh, business insurance for interior design? My recommendation is to call a local insurance agency. Don't do it online. Um, I know everything is moved to online, but you'll get better served if you call your um, either homeowner's insurance uh, agent or company, and they will help you with um, getting you the best policy and determine what your needs are. And $2 million is pretty much the standard. I think for that, I pay about $43 a month. I've had the same insurance for the last uh, probably 10 years. And my insurance agent told me if anything ever happens and I need to use my insurance, call them first. Because having an actual person that you can talk to, he will guide you in the process of whether you need to file a claim and let you know what's going to happen and how to handle a situation. Because the actual having an actual contact at the insurance agency um, is beneficial than having to call an 800 number where somebody's behind a desk. So my recommendation is to find um, any local insurance agent and put it on, talk to them if you have your homeowner's insurance on there, talk to them and see what the best route to go is. I use a company out of Cleveland called Westfield. And like I said, I know my policy is for $2 million, um, but I've done projects in show houses that happen to be inside the Columbus Museum of Art, and I had to actually add that uh, property onto my insurance because it was a commercial property and we were doing a show house inside of the project. So you always want to have 
some sort of liability insurance and figure out how um, figure out how that can help you. Like I said, open. I know we don't have yellow pages anymore, but Google your local um, any insurance agency and talk to them. I would go through a couple different ones and see who you connect with and get your insurance under that. So I know my insurance cover, covers my property insurance for my warehouse. Um, Melinda's I know covers hers for her shop, covers her for her uh, design services. And it's it, it, you can end up in a very scary situation. You never know what might happen. And that's what basically insurance is for. So I know I see a lot of you guys asking about these questions in our design groups. So I hope uh, this podcast is informative. I would love for Melinda to chime in on this topic, but we literally just saw her run and we have no idea where she ran to. Um, But yeah, business insurance, uh, they're going to ask you a ton of questions. They're going to want to know your education. They're going to want to know your background. Um, new designers, it might be a little tricky. You might end up with a higher insurance policy because you're a new designer. Um, I remember having to ask, it took me about two weeks to get my policy started. And I was asked my whole work history. I was asked my design background history, my education background. And um, it they ended up teaming me up with the best uh policy provider for business insurance and if you have a warehouse or home office on your policy you want to make sure that you're covered enough for any of your materials your computers your um, fixtures and any inventory you might have because you never know you never know what could happen so Melinda is walking in right now and she's going to be joining us to talk about your version of insurance i just gave my rundown on why and how to obtain business insurance and your business find somebody you like (laughs) i found my insurance person um through a networking group actually i found i used my homeowner's insurance guy who's an actual person yeah today everybody's all about oh i'm gonna go online and i'm gonna go here to get insurance Mm -hmm. you really want to work with an actual person who's going to represent your best interest yeah exactly exactly that's how i see it too now you operate a store and you have a workroom yes so i'm imagining do you have business insurance separate or is it on your building insurance how does your insurance work my business insurance includes um the workroom it includes us installing it includes the front what's your policy like how much what's your policy like i'm two million I think that's about right and that's usually the average yeah exactly and does that cover you for if you make a mistake in the home and have you you've been doing draperies a lot longer than me have you ever had an issue where your draperies have fallen off or no but we've broken a lamp that was expensive moving a table to install the drapes did you use your insurance to cover that i think so because it was like it was How much a really was it? Expensive lamp. It was like a two thousand dollar lamp. Oh, and that was so, like fifteen years ago. Yeah. So I was like, shoot. So, um, did your policy go up when that happened? Did you you filed a claim? Um, not if it did, not too much. Yeah. I mean, I've and I've always I actually upped my insurance last year because of all of the 
I have a storefront again. Yeah. Um, with all of the people going around breaking windows <laughs> in downtowns because I'm in a downtown, and I started worrying about that and um, you know any kind of. Uh, damages like but that's your building insurance right wouldn't that be separate well, from your business insurance so my parents actually own the building yeah so they have insurance for the building i have insurance for the contents of the building right that's how mine yeah. is set so up. and you and have your I inventories have, yeah insured so yeah. you filed a claim and you didn't have much of an issue is what i'm hearing yeah. and that's a good mm-hmm. thing no i mean I and I have vehicle insurance through the same company. I just and said that I do too. My vehicle, yeah. my homeowner's insurance. Yeah. It's not the same company. My Ours, homeowner's yeah. insurance and my vehicle insurance are two separate things. Same. Um, but I, I'm under the same agency. Who is your, what's your, who's your? Mine is in Hilliard. It's Baker, Baker and Associates. So. I use CJ Fetchero and he's, okay. his son is Kip, but he's okay. actually just my agent. Okay. My um, business insurance is through a company called Westfield Insurance yes. out of Cleveland. Yep. Do you have them? I think we have Westfield at home. I feel like I have um, Ohio Mutual. Westfield, I got in a car accident one time, and that's who I my mother had when I was 18. Uh-huh. I got in a car accident, and they dropped us immediately. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh and then I think gosh. for with Fred, I got in a car accident in Fred's car, and he had Westfield at the time. And they dropped us on, they dropped us on that, um, they dropped our house, oh. or I got in a car accident, they dropped our auto policy. Oh, shoot. Um, but I was like 23 at the time. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I think, I, I use my car insurance a lot more because I like back into things. <laughs> you are a bad driver. I could tell you that. I am not a bad driver. That. You are an extremely, <laughs> she's wrecked trailers. No. She's gotten her, she got a new car and I think she backed into something within the first week. But, um, no, she's, um, yeah, I actually, I was in someone's driveway and I backed into the, into the, um, driveway or out of their driveway and someone was parked in the street and I ran right into them. Of course you did. <laughs> Like, so that wouldn't be covered under business insurance, but you're no, on business was, work. That auto. would be your vehicle. So you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but what is your opinion on having business insurance and the importance of an interior designer having business 100, insurance? 110 percent, you gotta have. And you do a lot of drilling into people's structure yes. and walls. Yes, exactly. If you had any if issues there, I have. I would never operate a business without having business insurance. Right. Ever, ever, ever. Because you. And even if you're know. a new designer. Yeah, you could, um, you could definitely be put out of business from one single thing. And I've One had, single thing I've had a con, I've had a contractor who set off a sprinkler in a project, and it wasn't my project. I wasn't the designer, but it ended up putting him out of business. The amount of water oh. damage because of his claim was way yeah. more. And then I also experienced another designer that we know was working on a house, and this wasn't her fault, but they were digging out of the basement because the client wanted the ceiling in the basement to be one foot taller. And they dug down and this is on the contractor. So the contractor dug down too deep and released coal out of a coal room and the whole front of the house collapsed. (gasps) 
Oh my gosh. So I always have that in my mind. Yeah. One of our friends was the designer on that project. She oh. pulled her sign out of that yard so fast. I bet. But it wasn't her fault. No. She, no. it was the guy's contractor. Yeah. But that oh contractor ended gosh. up going out of business. I would die. Yeah. That, that's awful. And that I always yeah. think in my mind, oh my God, I remember yeah. it was the, um, the person we both know. Yeah you've bought in cars from your mother's bought in cars from it was their house so that was like it was intense that's terrible so what else can you add like where well i think um any kind of um protection um security systems um i'm trying to think of different types of things that i have um well you know i have a security system and cameras at my business i've been using ring yeah. So I have a security system and I got locked into a contract and I've been using the ring cameras uh-huh. and I've never had an issue. So I went to cancel my security system the other day and I'm in a year, another year. Apparently I signed a multi-year contract Oh man! and it was going to be $750 to cancel. Oh man! Or if I just kept it until next September, yeah. it goes until, um, it was only $500, so I was oh. like, just keep it. Yeah. But the cameras, I pay Ring, yeah. and I have the Ring doorbell, one in the front office, one in the back office. Oh, yeah. And then if you have a security system, the alarm still goes off if somebody breaks in. Yeah. But in my neighborhood, or in my area, I don't know who's going to be breaking in to steal throw pillows <laughs> and random rug samples. Right. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. But, like, have uh, you ever had anybody break in here and steal the fudge? No. <laughs> no. But, you know, you never know what, they're, they're always, you know, I'm in a downtown, so people, there's a lot of drugs going, and people are looking for money. So, you know, we have cash registers and things like that. Yeah. They're looking for money. I'm in an industrial area, and we have a lot yeah. of car break-ins, yeah. but I've never yeah. had much of an issue. Knock on I wood. Have, I have Simply Safe on my store, and um, that's really nice. It's cordless. Um, it can just get you know put up easily and um the other thing that i have is why home why why i home and that is a camera system that you can set up with your phone and you can see everything on your phone yeah who's doing what that's what the ring is i think um keeping if you have employees to kind of keep an eye on them um they don't yeah. like they don't like it when you have cameras on them, but they actually we need to. work better when you had they some do issues have in the past. On. Yeah, they and um, they'll forget about it eventually. And so, if you're a you large don't. designer and you have a studio, yeah, I mean, you don't need to go crazy with security, but you want to get all of your contents insured. Yes, because we pay for these sample books. Right, exactly. Yeah. And oh my yeah, god, that I one had company. To up my contents on my building, you know, last year because. I have a double-decker bus in my shop now, and, you know, the tornado, we, we get tornadoes. This building's been standing since 18-something. No, I don't think a tornado is going to take this brick building down. Actually, this building burnt down oh, in the, I remember. In the 1900s. We this did, whole block, like the whole block burnt down. I remember you telling me that story. So, they rebuilt it, but, yeah, it's old. I mean, the foundation's still the same, but... We're broadcasting right now on an actual Friday in London, Ohio, Melinda's store. So if you're ever in the area, we're we're in the alley. She's having a rummage sale. Uh, I just see a bunch of shit everywhere. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
tonight is shop hop um so we're open till eight. Oh, really and then tomorrow we'll be open i think i'm just going to put ribbons across the alley and throw stuff on top of sheets on top of stuff and leave it out here oh if you saw these office chairs we're sitting in i feel like i'm sitting in 1992. this is from 1992. i could tell <laughs> <laughs> i got the these. mauve and this the blue Danny, these are my first office chairs oh yeah everything's sentimental <gasps> they are they were there so if you're place. looking for any kind of chairs retro I had um, Lacey's husband come in today to get a chair and stuff. He was like, those are so retro. And they I'm are. like, retro? That's hilarious. I mean. They're flame stitch. I wouldn't. I think Hayden would love them. <laughs> he was texting me yesterday and I was giving him all the um, fenders that we use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. So, so yeah. yeah. So if you're just starting out as a designer and you're working out of your home like most people do you're going to want to get some sort of insurance yes just to cover yourself when you're going to a client's house or you're yes. doing an install yes. and you know there's certain situations where something could randomly burn down hello random person with an fdi bag hi, come join us cadence. hi cadence hi. My girl. Cadence <laughs> is coming. We're recording a podcast right now. So why don't you have a seat? Yeah. Tell I us. I have to get to my doctor's appointment. Yeah. <laughs> Cadence worked for me. She I know. I heard. Me, I heard already. Hi, I'm Danny Russo. Hi, I'm Cadence. Nice to meet you. What <laughs> college do you go to? Otterbein. Otterbein. So what's your major? Nursing and a minor in nutrition. She's at my alma mater. Well, you're going to. When are you graduating? She's pledging to be in my sorority. I was in a sorority. I, when I was in college, I was a VVM, VVM, Visa, Visa, MasterCard, American <laughs> Express, Discover. <laughs> and our, our sorority was all about shopping and finding unique things. And of course, we, um, I majored in um, finance. And by finance, I mean I majored in spending money. <laughs> And um, we're also here with Abigail, who just got out of college as well. She majored in the Bible, and <laughs> she is our manager for our podcast. Yeah. So we're. She's too shy to talk. I know. <laughs> She'll just giggle on the side. So she's been shopping. She's a personal shopper. While we're on the topic of insurance, yes. I just went through a major thing because I now have four employees working for me. Yes. And, well, you need to have insurance on your employees, and it's workers' comp insurance. Yes. And workers what? compensation. A nightmare. I and didn't know that I needed it. that. You, you absolutely it. have to have it. I think my policy... <laughs> I think it's like $2,000 a year. Every time I turn around, it's like we're spending money. We have the... Welcome to the world of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, and the more money you make, the more taxes you have to pay. Oh, 100%. I just found out there's something called commercial activity tax. Yes, cat I don't, tax. Cat tax. Yep. And I was like getting these harassing messages because apparently I hit the threshold last year. <laughs> if you make 
less than X amount of dollars, you don't have to worry about commercial activity tax. Oh. But apparently I hit that mark. And then I got a threatening letter saying that I owed $15,000. But they happened? send these they send these letters out to scare you. Oh, yeah. But it ended up being you pay like $250 a year mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. So a good bookkeeper, I highly recommend. Oh, yeah. Melinda is a good bookkeeper from what I hear. <laughs> Pseudo. So, pseudo most designers, we don't think about all this organizational stuff. We like to be creative. Yeah. So, it's always good to get a second opinion. Um, and that brings us back to a business coach. So, we've done episodes on coaching. Yes. Um, we highly recommend Julia Malloy. Yes. Um, and she is hosting the Bold Summit, hopefully in March in Dallas of next year. Yes, and everybody I, should go to that. Yeah, I highly I recommend going to that. I mean, if you're a serious that. designer, I mean, if you're yes, you're just no, even if you're a new designer, well, and high high points very overwhelming. I mean, it's it is Dallas market is a nice, it's a nice calm market. Yeah. The people are so nice. Yeah. Um, I enjoy going are, there. I think Julia is for the people who are just like. A little more into it, like into the design world. She works with firms that are anywhere from five people up to hundreds of people. Yeah. Um, so I would suggest Debbie Daly. I love if you're Debbie. Just literally starting out. Um, Deb thinks our podcast is a lot about nothing. And she just <laughs> she listens to us and she just laughs. And somebody goes, "What's their podcast about?" And she goes, "Nothing, nothing. but everything." <laughs> So we try to so, keep it entertaining for you guys, and I hope we're providing you guys with some useful information. That's right. That's right. It's Debbie, D-E-B-B-E-D-A-L-E-Y, -E -E Design And she has an collective. amazing Boston accent. That's right. And right. she's so fun to run yes. into at market. Yes, exactly. She's um, helping me sell my knee bags, too. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in another episode. Okay, cool. But, yeah, Excellent. we have products to talk about. Yeah, that's right. I'm excited. So... We are actually, um, you know, really... Keep I'm it on the insurance of, and books yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what, what I, is the What is the best... So it's called CRM, Customer yeah. Relations Management. Yes. Now, I used Studio Designer, which was Studio Webware, and I had a horrible experience with it. And I've heard horror stories of designers almost losing their business because it's very... Um, it's very heavy on data entry and all of them are very heavy on data entry ivy is another big one and i made the switch to ivy and i was kind of reluctant to because they're owned by house Me too. but it's i've learned a lot about the program my clients like it i like it yeah. everything's all integrated in one it's about how you use it yeah um, I, I use i was counting so there's systems i use I we've use gone four systems yeah and there's design docs there's my doma and everybody prefers a certain thing design files whatever what was the one they wanted me to switch to i don't remember somebody wanted me to switch to something it. it was either design docs or design files no, and it's, it's design the docs. it's the work it's the workhorse of our industry but it is not a pretty interface design docs and it, when I was working with it, I felt like I was working with um, Microsoft DOS um, because it didn't have the robust features or the pretty interface. Yeah. But my um, one of my advisors told me to switch to that, and I just did not like it at all. So yeah. I stuck with yeah. Ivy, and I'm learning that. And I think it's a really good program. 
Yeah. And the only thing I don't like um, of, is the 3D part of Ivy right now in the house. So I, I actually I haven't played use design with that. files. Um, design files is a little bit more easy. It's more intuitive. But you always want to get a good accountant. Like uh-huh. I and get, we have QuickBooks, QuickBooks online. Yes. And I have somebody in my office that runs through that. Yes. And, and that's amazing. Yeah. I love QuickBooks. So. We get a good handle on it. And I actually have my business all together. So like the gift shop and the interior design, the workroom. But I actually separate um, will separate each expense by what those are, those expenses are for which part of my business mm-hmm. so I can pull so, different reports that when way. you're starting your own business these are things you want to think about you want a CRM software yeah. customer relations management management yeah. software mm-hmm. that's how you track everything yes. um, you can do your POs I highly recommend doing a PO system I was ordering stuff willy-nilly and we're getting to the point now where we have inventory and so let me talk about that a minute go ahead I want to unpack POs, POs wait hold on hold on Go ahead. When you're starting a business, think yeah. about getting a bookkeeper, yes. QuickBooks, yes. a CRM system, yes. business insurance. Yes. What else would you need? You need to get your federal tax ID. You yes. need to get your state vendor's license, yes. which varies from state to state. Yes. And the easiest way to do it is I went through LegalZoom. Yeah. And you could kind of do it on your own, I yeah. realized afterwards. But LegalZoom will set you up on a good oh, plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they will get you going right off the bat yeah that's really good too. um yeah. so that's the easiest way to get started yeah. with all of the documents that you need partnership i have llc versus s corp yeah i'm an llc llc is a limited liability corporation so what does that mean a limited liability corporation means it's you're partially responsible and the company's partially responsible so i did an s corp which means my company functions as its own entity and its own person so if anything um were to happen you're suing a company and that um that protects you and it protects it protects your interests yeah um an llc can they come after you for stuff i don't know i took business classes it'll they'll get they'll need a bottle of tylenol they can't get anything what do you what (laughs) <laughs> They'll get a headache from trying to do it. What? They they can't. They you're protected with you're, an S corp. Yeah. No. no. With an LLC. With an LLC. Yeah. I Very just remember. Very important to put everything in an LLC. Yeah. At least. So you got to determine. I think an, an S. Yeah. LegalZoom or something. Do that. LegalZoom. But you got. I would research what the differences are between the LLC and the S corp. I think an S corp gives you more. I, I put ta- something with taxes. Like I said, I like the creative side. Yeah. But when you're getting started, make sure you get your insurance in line and all the documents you want to get in line. So you want to talk about purchase orders? Yeah, I don't use purchase orders. I'll handwrite them. But in QuickBooks, um, to do purchase orders, it was too confusing to try to... Because you have to accept it. No, we weren't doing it on Ivy. I'll show you how. Um, cause so I'm gonna, you do them on Ivy. Yeah, I've been doing them on Ivy. Doing them on QuickBooks. And then I can a big mess. 
yeah in ivy i can go to my projects and i can see all of my open purchase orders mm -hmm. and as long as my team my office manager and my expediter are going in and it gives you the option to update the purchase order whether it's been paid or not uh -huh. if your vendor information's in there it can email it right to your vendor okay. and then you can track the status of it if it's been ordered if it's back ordered if it's okay. in a workroom okay. if it's at your receivers if okay. it's been delivered if yeah. it's been installed yep. and you can put your estimated ship date, your actual ship date, yeah. and stuff like that, which yeah. has been very good during the pandemic, so yeah. I can click on them. But you can go to all your purchase orders, and it separates them line by line, yeah. shows you what you owe, what you don't owe, when it's coming in, and it makes it easier when your clients ask for information. Yeah. So I do have another question because we were at your office the other day, and Adrian told us that you work off of Airtable. And yes. we were doing Google Docs. We were doing documents that way. So actually Google Keep, I'm sorry. I don't so, know what Google Keep is, but when I brought Julie in, what we have set up is during the week, first thing we do on Monday is we have our MTL meeting, our yeah. master task list. Yes. We used to use a program called Smart Sheets, which was kind of like a glorified Excel, but we're able to see um, who's on the project yeah. and it's separated by each client mm -hmm. and every Monday we review it and we update it through the week yeah. what's been done what needs done and we put notes in it uh -huh. and that basically covers you for um, time billing or yeah. if you have to go back and see anything uh -huh. but we have we have things that um, it says in in Airtable it says that the the task, who it's assigned to, whether it's been started, whether it's waiting for a response, ready to review, or if the client has changed their mind and pushed it off to the future, uh -huh. and then we update it with notes uh -huh. and stuff like that. So okay. I really, um, Airtable and Smartsheets are the same. Julia trained me on Smartsheets. Uh -huh. Adrian brought in Airtable, and it's good. It has a mobile app. That's um, nice. So it's really good to have an organization even if you're by yourself or you have a design assistant yeah. it's just two of you or three of you but my team every monday morning we know that we go over our air table yeah and like when i went in this monday we were like going is this done is this done is that done i'm like oh wait we should be having our mtl meeting <laughs> which is scheduled and they're like yes yes so the mtl meeting is non-negotiable yeah. like everybody needs to be at it and you could talk and about every client yeah that's and it's a team it it's, it's called a team sync meeting that's what we i do. usually call and interrupt yours all the time yeah you do <laughs> and then you're doing your so clients I'm that covers <laughs> yeah that covers our mornings and then in the on tuesdays i'm trying to talk to you our flooring guy oh, just showed up. Here. Hold on, wait, we're almost done. Hey, Paul. Wait, hold on, what were we talking about? Yeah, just got me distracted. Oh, so on m Mondays, my first task is to have my MTL meeting with my team, and we call it a team sync meeting, so that we're all on the same page and we know what's going on with all our yeah. different clients. Yeah. And then on Tuesdays, we have what's called a D&D &D meeting, where the D&D &D meeting is just all of us there talking about the design of what everything needs done. We pick out all of our selections. Um, do you guys do that, Abigail? So we usually do that meeting on Tuesday mornings. And then Monday afternoons, Tuesday afternoons, and Wednesdays and Thursdays is when we take client appointments, make site visits, um, and stuff like that. So that's how my office is set up. Melinda, do you have anything else to add about meetings? 
I think that Monday, are, your Monday meeting and your team sync meeting are yeah. very important. No matter what business you're in or how many employees you have, the team sync meeting is like your meeting that everybody in your office should know what's going on, when it's going on, and who's accomplishing the task. Yes, so, exactly. Yep. I we, hope we covered enough in this episode to get you started with yeah. either starting your business or yeah, organizing. Yeah, getting organized. Yeah. It's always, I don't think there's a such thing as an organized designer unless, <laughs> unless you have, unless the designer is highly OCD and has been doing this for 30 years. Me. But, um, we have I'm not OCD. stuff I'm not everywhere. OCD, am I? So anyway, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group and we have a new Instagram handle, which is TDX Podcast. Our Instagram got hacked, but follow the TDX Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And we are going to link this up. We're on Spotify. We're on all the things. Yeah, you can follow that. Daniel Russo Home yeah. on Instagram. And, and Fine Designs. Fine Designs, I-N-T. Yeah on Instagram and we're both on Facebook as well. So hopefully you guys are having a great weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Happy designing.